The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and Exxon TV. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Exo Nation, my guest this hour is Tom uh, Keller. He is the author of a fascinating book. And I'm going to tell you this right up front. If you are into ufology, if you're thinking of getting into ufology, or if you know someone who's into ufology and you want to get a um, you know, ahead of the Christmas rush, this is the book. It's called The Total Novice's Guide to UFOs, What You Need to Know. And it's by our guest this hour, Thomas L. Keller. Now, he's had a lifelong interest in space exploration, interstellar travel, as well as extraterrestrial intelligence. He lives in Palm Springs, California with his partner Sally and their two cats, Bella and Bijou. Mr. Keller is an aerospace engineer and graduate of the School of Engineering, University of California at Los Angeles. He received a Master's of Business Administration degree from the University Let's try this one again, University of California at Berkeley and a Master of Science degree in Management Science from the University of Southern California. Mr. Keller was a Computer Program Systems Analyst at NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab in Pasadena, California, and developed a computer system for the management of resources for JPL's interplanetary exploration projects. Now, the system was used for resource management in the Mariner, Viking, and Voyager missions. His experience in the aerospace and construction industries led to the development of SpaceMax, Space Station Construction Simulator, and uh, a project management simulator for the construction of the first commercial space station. Mr. Keller has also worked for Douglas Air, Air and uh, British Aerospace, and joining me now is Tom Keller. And uh, Tom, welcome to the X-Zone. 
Well, thank you very much. Thank you for the kind introduction, and thank you for having me on your uh, program. You know, it's a great pleasure having people on the show who go into as much depth as you have done with, with as many credentials and as much credibility as you have. Uh, what, where did your interest in UFOs come from, Tom? Well, you know, uh, it started about uh, age 10. Uh, I was in grade school, and someone showed me, one of my schoolmates mm-hmm. showed me a copy of uh, George Adamski's book, uh, Flying Saucers Have Landed. And then I read a book by um, Donald Kehoe, this goes back a few years, of course, but um, uh, he had a, a book called Flying Saucers from Outer Space. Yeah. And uh, after reading those two things, uh, two books, I thought, gee, is this, uh, is this possible? Is there any likelihood of this happening? And, of course, I listened to my science teacher at mm-hmm. the time, and uh, uh, she said that, uh, uh, that human beings would never get into space because it was too difficult. But I found that hard to believe, and I've been following um, old stories about uh, flying saucers and flying disks and uh, alien reproduction vehicles and this sort of thing for, uh, well, ever since then, and that's about uh, 55 years or so, to be honest. (laughs) You and I have to take a break, Uh, Tom. Please uh, stand by, and once again, congratulations on a great book, ExoNation. I've got a copy of Tom's book here in my hands. Over 465 pages, high gloss, color photos, news clippings, photos, sketches. This is the book for the UFO crowd this Christmas. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with Tom Keller as we continue talking about the Total Novice Guide to UFOs, What You Need to Know. My name's Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network and our growing list of family of broadcast affiliates, including CHCR in the Ottawa Valley and KKRP in Oklahoma. Don't go away. We'll be back. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag, Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. 
Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon Radio Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, a guiding light spelled L-I-T-E dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. Nation, Tom Keller is our special guest. He's the author of The Total Novice's Guide to UFOs, What You Need to Know. And let me ask you this right up front, Tom. Are UFOs real? Some of them are. Um, you know, actually about, um, oh, say around 95% of the reported UFOs are misidentifications, um, aircraft, uh, balloons, mm-hmm. uh, mirages and that sort of a thing, uh, which leaves a small percentage, 5%, and uh, those UFOs are real. I mean, they're real solid objects. Now, the thing is, if you take that 5%, some of them are built by the U.S. government, actually here in uh, California, um, and those are a result of 50 years of... Uh, of development mm-hmm. uh, in the Coachella Valley by, um, oh, uh, General Electric, 
uh, Lockheed Martin, uh, Northrop Grumman. And these are being uh, these have been built in uh, several different sizes, and they're actually operational. Um, one thing I might point out: I know you haven't had a chance to read my book, but if you look in uh, the appendix, mm-hmm. in appendix F, there is a technical paper by Dr. Theodore Loader. Uh, he is uh, an expert on energy and transportation systems, and he presented this technical paper to the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics a few years ago. And it actually describes in some detail the U.S. government's work on anti-gravity. What it uh, says here what it says here in Appendix F, I've got it right here, and it's on page 429, ExoNation. This paper reviews the development of anti-gravity research in the U.S. and notes how research activity uh, seemed to disappear by the mid-1950s. It then addresses recently reported scientific findings and witness testimonies that show us that this research and technology is alive and well and very advanced. The revelations of findings in this area will alter dramatically our 20th century view of physics and technology and must be considered in planning for both energy and transportation needs in the 21st century. Wow. That's, that's it. Um, they, uh, when I say they, I'm, I'm talking about a certain element of mm-hmm. the U.S. government. Obviously, uh, this is done in uh, very high, highly secretive uh, situations and places, but um, it has developed uh, to a considerable degree, and there are multiple uh, sizes of flying disks, anti-gravity devices, if you will, mm-hmm. that are under control of uh, uh, human beings. But what now, about... The other, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. I think you and I were, were thinking the exact same thought. I was going to ask you, now, what about the other ones, the other craft? <laughs> right. Well, the other ones are simply uh, devices, uh, objects, uh, vehicles, uh, which are solid in nature from beyond Earth. And uh, these, we have a, a number of different um, um, intelligences mm-hmm. from somewhere beyond Earth, um, certainly beyond our solar system, uh, that have uh, been visiting here for uh, any number of years. I'd venture to say maybe hundreds or thousands of years. And I know this is very difficult for people to accept, but uh, this is uh, certainly the conclusion that, um, that I have come to after 55 years of study. And if someone were to read this book... Mm-hmm who doesn't really know very much about UFOs, but if they have an open mind, they'll realize uh, after passing through several chapters that uh, this is a very real phenomenon. Now, uh, it begin- this particular book uh, is actually intended and designed for uh, the general public. You know, um, too often I found I go into, well, maybe Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. or Walden Books, and I find uh, books on UFOs, but they're written for uh, UFO enthusiasts. Um, and they go into a great deal of detail about one incident or some technical aspect, and it's not really intended for the general public, the people who are truly novices, but they'd like to know more. So I've approached this from the point of view that, assuming that they're novices that are reading this, and we start with Roswell, because Roswell is the 
probably the best-known, most well-documented, with the most witnesses, um, crash retrieval. And we start with Roswell, and then we progress through other uh, stories. Uh, we end up with a uh, uh, basically a testimony from uh, a former manager at the uh, Federal Administ uh, Aviation Administration and his uh, experience with what I've called the uh, UFO secret police. Um, this has to do with a JAL uh, flight that came in from Japan over Alaska. You may have heard of that. Yes, yeah, sure. And uh, this is, uh, I'm referring to uh, James Callahan, and he is one of um, Stephen Greer, Dr. Stephen Greer's uh, Disclosure Project mm -hmm. Witnesses. Yeah. Um, so I have a few pages on his testimony. And then we, we in the next section, we uh, cover um, other related um, uh, phenomena, such as, uh, oh, missing time, human abductions, uh, crop circles, and things of this nature. And uh, following that, uh, I've, I've chosen 10 military whistleblowers. Um, and these people have come in from... Oh, a number of uh, different periods of time uh, who have had uh, personal and direct experiences with uh, 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 flying discs and also uh, extraterrestrial intelligences. I don't know if you've ever interviewed Clifford Stone or not. Yes, I have. Yes, I oh, have. Oh, you have? Yeah. Terrific. Well, you know his story, and he's, of course, one of the uh, military whistleblowers mm -hmm. that I've included in that section. Um, other areas uh, of the book is that uh, basically many people have listened to Carl Sagan, including myself, over the years. And he would always say that uh, he knew that there were intelligent beings uh, living in other solar systems and other galaxies, but the distances were too far. And so consequently, he was basically debunking uh, the reality of UFOs visiting from beyond Earth. Well, uh, what we have included also is a section on, well, how do they get here from there? And obviously, it's uh, you don't do it with chemical rockets. No. You do it with higher levels of technology. Now, this brings me into another subject, if I may. It has to do with uh, the late Ben Rich, now, uh, Ben Rich uh, was a former president of the Lockheed Skunk Works. And back in um, the early 80s, mm -hmm. a friend of mine, who also graduated from UCLA, asked me to come to a lecture. And the lecture was by Ben Rich. Well, I didn't know, have any idea who he was, but I wanted to hear what they had to say. So... Uh, Basically, uh, Ben Rich uh, put on about an hour, hour and a half uh, lecture, and this was to a limited uh, group of people. Mm -hmm. There were uh, military people there, there were academics, there were newspaper reporters, and uh, there were even some people from the CIA. Uh, he he uh, happened to recognize some people from the CIA, as a matter of fact, in the, in the audience. And for the first hour, uh, Ben Rich lectured and showed slides of all of the various aircraft that uh, Lockheed Martin Skunk Works 
had uh, de- designed and developed and produced in some quantities in some cases uh, over uh, uh, the, the decades since uh, um, his uh, predecessor uh, left. And that was Kelly Johnson, by the way. Um, and then towards the end, um, when he finally wound up with uh, a discussion about the um, F-117 uh, Nighthawk right. fighters yep. that the um, Skunk Works developed, um, he, he made a, f- a statement. He said, if you can imagine it, Lockheed Skunk Works has done it. Now, his final slide was a artist's conception of a flying disc. Now, this uh, was a real little shocking to me because I didn't expect him to say something like, or show something like that in a relatively public meeting. And then uh, someone in the audience asked a question. And Ben Rich asked, uh, he said, I'd like you to answer my question. How can we get to the stars? And the answer he said, answering uh, uh, his own question, he said, it's not by chemical rockets. What we have to do is to be able to develop a higher technology, much far more advanced, uh, and one which is not uh, depend on chemical reactions. And he meant, uh, then, this, then he made a statement that they repeated what he said. He said, if, uh, if you can imagine it, Lockheed Skunk Works has done it. Wow. Well, this, uh, this then uh, continued on for a while, and people were asking various questions, including myself. Um, and then finally his lecture came to an end. And the person that I was with, the guy that uh, invited me there, mm-hmm. uh, his name is Jan Harsan, and he happens to be the uh, state section director for uh, MUFON in California. He followed uh, Ben Rich to the exit door. The two of them were all alone. And my friend, Jan Harzan, said to Ben Rich, he said, Ben, how do UFOs work? And Ben Rich said to my friend, um, how does ESP work? All right, stand by. I've got to take my commercial break. I've held it as long as I can. Wow. Tom Keller's our special guest, www.2fspress.com. The name of his book is The Total Novice's Guide to UFOs. We'll be back after the news. Don't go away. Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate, He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships. Not only love, but work, school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com. $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call 1-877-702-8598. That's 1-877-702-8598.
Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7, 365 by dialing 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7. 365. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Exxon Nation, Tom Keller is our special guest. He is the author of... Do you have your pencils and paper ready? Well, if you don't, you can go to our website at exxonradiotv.com. Go to the archives and we'll have all the information on how you can get a copy of The Total Novice's Guide to UFOs, What You Need to Know. Right now, all you need to know is that you can go to www.2fspress.com. You'll find out how you can get your very own copy of this uh, great book. And I, I, I am serious, Exxon Nation. It's, it's high-gloss paper, beautiful photos, sketches, newspaper articles. It's, this is what ufology needs to change it from ufology to ufology. More of this. We need more people like Tom Keller, Stanton Friedman, uh, Kevin Randall, and I, I can name many that add to the credibility of the sincere investigation into ufology. But as I was telling uh, Tom during the uh, break, unfortunately, as great as the Internet is, the Internet, in my opinion, has put such a rift between uh, the different UFO groups as well as the researchers that people who are out there, they, they, they see something in the sky and they say, geez, I wonder if there's anything on the Internet. They go on the Internet and they are just bombarded with the amount of so-called information that's out there. And a lot of it's nothing but crap. That's why I love your book, Tom. Well, thank you very much. I just wanted to sort of finish off that yeah, last uh, part of the uh, discussion there. Um, my friend uh, Jan Harzan was at the exit door with Ben Rich, mm-hmm. and uh, Jan asked uh, Ben Rich, uh, how do UFOs work? Well, uh, Ben's response was, how does ESP work? And Jan thought about it and, and said, well, everything in the universe is connected. 
And then Ben Rich said, mm -hmm. that's how UFOs work. And then he left. Now, that gives you something to think about. Because uh, in order to get from, from one star to the other star, mm -hmm. what we have to use is a technology totally different from what we have now. And um, space-time is, is like a fabric. It's like a, a rubberized fabric. And given uh, enough energy... Um, we can bend it. You can, you can bend space-time. Mm -hmm. And this is how these other beings from elsewhere get here. Do you think that, there's, that there are extraterrestrials living on this planet right now with us? Well, of course, this is just a matter of opinion. Yeah. Um, one of the um, extraterrestrials, is, as you know, is, is called, it referred to as the Nordics. Mm -hmm. uh, my sense is that the Nordics have been here for thousands of years. Wow. Um, a, a friend of mine, uh, is, uh, his name is Timothy Good. Uh, he's an UFO author living in the UK. Yes, he is. Yeah, good and guy. He, he and I were talking once, and um, he was in a lobby, uh, in the lobby of a big hotel somewhere in New York one morning, and he saw a person uh, uh, across the lobby who was reading a newspaper, apparently. And this person was uh, telepathically communicating with uh, Timothy Good. And this guy looked just like anybody else. But uh, uh, Timothy Good uh, knew perfectly well that this was not some normal human being, even though he looked normal mm -hmm. in the human sense uh, and wore human clothes, of course. But um, my, my sense is that they've been here for um, thousands of years. Do you, do, in, in your opinion... Do the governments of the world know of the existence of extraterrestrials that may, in fact, be living on this planet? And, and if they do, why don't they just come out, and not, not just the government, but the, the alien visitors as well, and say, listen, we're here. They've been here for so long. They haven't done any harm to us, so what's all the hype about? Mm -hmm. Well, my sense is that... Um this issue has been passed. Every, every president of the United States has passed the buck. Every, every, two, every time we have a new administration, that issue is, is passed on once again because uh, the U.S. government uh, is um, concerned, fearful, use whatever word you like, about what would happen if this announcement were made during their uh, term of office. Um, you don't just say, well, uh, we have someone uh, from uh, Planet X or whatever living here now and then just sort of walk away without saying anything more. Uh, people obviously want to know how long they've been here, how did they get here, and more importantly, why are they here? Um, I think uh, the U.S. government, as well as other governments, not all, but some, mm -hmm. uh, have been reluctant to get involved with this. And it's my personal opinion that the U.S. government is sort of overseeing this entire process, and that other governments, uh, some other governments, aren't willing to do anything until the U.S. government has uh, directed them to do so. Um, now, I know uh, the British 
have recently released uh, some of their UFO files. Mm -hmm. uh, France has uh, previously released theirs, but not much has really happened as a result yeah. of that. Um, I just think that they're worried, the U.S. government is worried about the economic consequences. Uh, they're worried about the energy consequences, transportation, pharmaceuticals, uh, communication. Uh, it, has, it would have a tremendous impact on the world, and I think that they're basically afraid that uh, some of some very unhappy things might happen, uh, certainly economically, if that information were released. I think the biggest, but, uh, the biggest upset in the world would come from the different religious philosophies. Well, you know, um, I, I've, uh, I would have thought so, too. Uh, I have a little section in the book about uh, religion and social order. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the Roman Catholic Church has, uh, in recent years, uh, acknowledged that um, um, extraterrestrial intelligence have visited uh, the Earth. Um, there was a, um, well, let's see, um, his name was Balducci. He was uh, Monsignor Balducci yep. from uh, from Rome, and he came right out and said that uh, they are here. Um, so I, my sense is that the Roman Catholic Church uh, would possibly accept this fairly well. I'm not so sure about other religions, though. Um, those that um, you know have uh, a very strong dogma about. Uh, uh, their beliefs uh, would not maybe take it so easily. Tell that me, is my opinion. Tell me about Roswell, New Mexico. You know, it, it's it is the cornerstone of modern day ufology. I've had Stanton Friedman on the show many times. I call him the grandfather of of ufology. Yes, and uh, he should be called uh, that too. You know, and, and yet here we are, sixty some odd years later. And nobody has come out with a smoking gun. Uh-huh. How come? How can the if Roswell really did happen, how come nobody has come forward with that all conclusive smoking gun that cannot be denied? Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, the, the the reason why it hasn't uh, that smoking gun hasn't come out uh, could be any number of things, but um, there are so many, there are hundreds of witnesses mm -hmm. to the Roswell event. Um, and there, they don't, as far as I know, uh, there have been components or pieces of the uh, uh, crashed uh, vehicle mm -hmm. that have been squirreled away uh, by, uh, in, the, in the public domain, so to speak, from people who uh, actually were at the scene at the time. Um, but um, I think the, the U.S. government keeps a very tight clamp on this, and they do everything that they can to uh, disinform um, and to avoid any kind of uh, release of, uh, of solid materials, uh, pieces of metal, uh, uh, things of this nature, the photographs of, uh, of uh, extraterrestrial bodies and things of that, like that. You know, and then on the other side of the coin, you've got people like Billy Meyer, who mm -hmm. have been publishing photos for, what, uh, 10, 15 years? You know, 20 years, maybe. 20 <laughs> years, yeah. And, and you've got people who work with Billy, like Michael Horn, who I've had the pleasure of talking to and meeting. 
you've got when you look at Billy, okay, you know, he, he's in, he's a normal guy. But when you look at not only his UFO sightings, but when you read the, the, the um, for lack of a better word, the prophecies yes. that he has been given, yes. you know, you, you start to wonder, saying, well, where the heck is this coming from? That's right. Um, Billy Meyer had um, a fifth grade education. Yeah. And he had basically no monies to put into a lot of uh, hoaxing and fabrications and what have you. Um, he basically lived in a small Swiss village. Um, he gave his photographs away. Uh, he constantly had people visiting his home, uh, both uh, UFO researchers and other people that, uh, friends and... Uh, as, as, well he, as, uh, as well as debunkers. As well as debunkers. Oh, yes, and as well as debunkers. Um, the thing is that um, he uh, apparently had uh, entire volumes of telepathic messages mm -hmm. that uh, were uh, transmitted from uh, this alien being um, to him. And he just, uh, in Swiss German, he wrote down what the messages were, and they were far uh, beyond... Uh, the, the capabilities of someone with limited education. And he also only had one arm, too. So, so it's, uh, I've always uh, was have been fascinated with uh, the color photographs uh, that uh, he, uh, he made. And uh, several of these are, are actually in the book, in the earlier part of, the, uh, of my book. What a lot um, of people may not realize is that there have been several attempts on Billy Meyer's life. Um, Yes, I'm, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Um, there are all kinds of things that uh, go on that um, uh, behind uh, closed doors, so to speak, that uh, we don't often hear about. But these, these stories just for some reason just don't get out into the general public. And this is one of the reasons why I wrote this book, is to, in a fairly straightforward mm -hmm. uh, way, uh, try to bring some of these uh, facts, some of the documents and the pictures uh, out into the public, and I think, you know, eventually um, something is going to happen where this all comes out, and I would rather have it uh, come out e in an easier way than than some uh, crisis or shock. Um, and of course, that's what Stephen Greer has been tr trying to do for for quite some time. The other aspect of all of this is that uh, has to do with technology. Uh, we are in the, the Earth that is, is in pretty sad shape, and we can't keep relying on fossil fuels. Uh, this oil and coal uh, consumption and burning in the air and uh, whatnot has to, that has to change, and we can't keep uh, driving cars and trucks and, every, and flying planes uh, on uh, outdated technology. And once this, this reality comes out, this is going to have some major impacts on as I said, transportation and communication and energy generation. Uh, my sense is that uh, the technology that can come out of this, once it's made uh, apparent, is that we would be able to get virtually uh, free energy devices. That is, devices that could be anyone can purchase and uh, basically uh, electrify their homes or buildings or whatever uh, without uh, much... Uh, uh, expense and mm -hmm. at the same time in a non-polluting way. Tom, tell me, do you, after after doing all the research for your book, being in the industry, 
um, talked to so many people about UFOs and ETs. Do you believe, Tom, or has anyone that you've spoken to believe that they pose a threat to the safety and security of our planet? Yes, uh, I have. I have, uh, you know, you hear uh, so many different things Mm -hmm. um, coming from a variety of different um, uh, directions. Um, As far as, I don't personally believe they're (laughs) they're here or um, they're coming here to uh, destroy the world. Uh, you know, in a, in a war of the world sort yeah. of scenario. Um, what I do believe uh, is this. Um, we have uh, at least uh, four different uh, extraterrestrial visitors. Uh, uh, we've got uh, the Nordics, we've got uh, small humanoids, um, we've got uh, the greys, and we've got some reptilians. And four, uh, whether it's four or 40, uh, the thing is they're here. That's right, that's right. Um, some people, including uh, Dr. Uh, David Jacobs, have uh, put out um, oh, sort of a warning, I guess mm-hmm. you would say, that uh, the uh, tall and very tall greys are here to uh, colonize, uh, set up colonies. Tom, stand on, by. On We've Earth. got to take our final break. Tom Keller is my special guest. He's the author of The Total Novices Guide to UFOs, What You Need to Know. His website, www.2fspress.com. We'll be back after this break. Don't go away. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com that's www.wentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, 
After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Exonation. My guest this hour is T.L. Keller, and he's the author of what I believe to be the number one UFO book I have ever seen. Doing this show for 20 years, I've seen many books cross my desk that are in our library. But when it comes to a novice's guide or for a book for someone who's just getting into ufology, this is my pick. It's entitled The Total Novice's Guide to UFOs, What You Need to Know. And once again, it's by our guest this hour, T.L. Keller. Now, uh, we were talking during the commercial break, uh, Tom, and um, tell the audience what you told me about the availability. Oh, if I could. Um, Unfortunately, right now, Amazon.com and uh, I are completely stocked out of books. Um, I have a new shipment coming in at the end of the month, and Amazon and, uh, will be fully stocked then. And also, if you go to my uh, website, uh, if you'll just go to contact us and send me your, your, your uh, email address um, or your telephone number, I can contact you when uh, the book shipment has arrived. So uh, that's it. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint anybody out there. Well, but congratulations on, once again, your book. And that just goes to prove what I've been saying this last hour. It's a great book. Well, thank you so much. I very much appreciate that. I hope it enlightens a lot of people. And uh, to be very honest, uh, if people read this from uh, the first page to the last, uh, it will change your worldview. But once again, you have to have... But once again, no matter what the book is about, you have to read it with an open mind. Exactly. Tom, we've got about a minute left. Uh, what would you like to leave the listeners of the X-Zone with tonight? Uh, uh, you're going to be coming back in, an, in a couple of weeks because we still have so much to cover. Um, what, what's the message you'd like to leave us with tonight? Well, the message I'd like to, 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 uh, to leave, basically, is that, um, and, and I say this in my book, in the, in the last chapter, uh, don't listen to anything that I've said. Don't accept anything that I've said. Just please do your own reading. Look at the DVDs. Go to a UFO, uh, your local UFO community meetings, and research this yourself. Uh, that's the best advice that I can give. Um, 
I don't think that uh, anyone should just listen to mm-hmm. someone such as me and take it for granted. There's so many uh, complex issues. This is like a, it's a complex issue within an enigma. So uh, everyone should uh, decide for themselves after researching it. Tom, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. We'll have you back in the next couple of weeks. Somebody from our production staff will get a hold of you. Thanks very very much. much, Congratulations on a great book. And I look forward to talking to you again in a couple of weeks, as well as talking to you about your next book, which looks like another crash hit. It's going to be entitled, (laughs) you ready for this? Evolution, Creation, and Intelligent Design, What You Need to Know. T.L. Keller, take care of yourself. Have a great weekend, Tom. Thanks again, Rob. Bye-bye, sir. Bye now. Once again, Exonation, T.L. Keller, The Total Novice's Guide to UFOs, What You Need to Know, www.2fspress.com. Thanks for a great week, everyone. I'll be back Monday night at 10 o'clock. Have a super weekend. Love each other. And always, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night now.